Sin Media and Art Smitten acknowledges and pays respect to the people of the Woi Wurrung and Boon Wurrung language groups of the Eastern Kulin Nations on whose unceded land the Sin Office Studios and our home stand. Art Smitten respectfully acknowledges their ancestors and elders, past, present, and emerging. Sin Media also acknowledges the traditional custodians and their ancestors of the lands and waters across Australia where our content reaches and on which Sin partner organizations stand. Sovereignty has never been ceded. It always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Hello, everybody, and welcome. You are now tuning in to the second episode of Arts Medium for 2022. As with previous years, we'll be speaking with a whole heap of talented people in the arts industry, as well as catching up on our own thoughts on all the culture happening in and around Melbourne. My name is Portia, one of the co-EPs and hosts, and my co-hosts for today are Alex and Marianne. (laughs) Coming up on today's show, we're going to be making ourselves known, getting to know us, and we'll be introducing ourselves and talking about what kind of movies we've been watching and books we've been reading and things we've been doing out and about and our summer recommendations. Coming up is weekly catch-up, getting to know each other. Alex, what have you been up to? Uh, not much. Uh, first of all, it's nice to like officially um, meet you, Marianne and Portia. I hope like you'll find myself very informative and and very cool. I do definitely want to impress you both. So hopefully this works. Uh, Some fun facts. Let's see. Uh, This is actually my first time hosting anything ever. So that's pretty, that's pretty interesting and pretty cool. So it's pretty um, sweet that it's this program here and I'm really excited. So you're new to Sin, are you? I am, yeah, I'm new to Sin and talking about myself in general, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Very exciting. Uh huh. Very much just being thrown in the deep end here. So that's, it's very, very interesting right now. Yeah. <laughs> that's How about you, Marianne? Um, for me, it, um, it's not my first time being at Sin. I used to actually do it um, when I was 15 years old. I used to um, host and do the DJ panel, um, panel for Mayabuya. So it's like an organization that um, helps um, students or um, anyone aged 12 to 25 with dancing. And I used to be a member and a facilitator at the age of 17. And um, basically what we talk about is just like um, any sort of dance we like, or like um, if we've seen a show about dancing. Um, yeah, we talk about that. So it's been, uh, it was fun. And um, now I am excited to continue um, doing Sin again. Everything is still um, not new, but like um, just getting used to um, everything again because it's been a long time since I've been in, on radio. So, yeah. All right. So that's something you and me got in common. It's just like, it's been a while since you've actually like talked to people, like mm. technically. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So those of so those who are listening, just bear with us. Well, for me, I've been with Finn since 2018. The first show I was on was a seasonal called Flying Fedoras. And then from there, I ended up being on Get Serial. And then Art Smitten. Wow. Oh, you've been bouncing around a lot. Yeah, I've been on Art Smitten the whole of last year. <laughs> so now I decided the be the EP for this year oh, awesome. because I know everything about art <laughs> mm-hmm. that's really good yeah so what um have you guys been watching like reading or listening to recently has it been good or has it been bad uh I've been reading a lot lately like I've been really trying to like I don't know about you guys but like it's really hard for me like get stuck in a book and read I'm not much of a reader so like one of my resolutions this year was like to try and read more so the first thing I did was like first day of the year bought myself a new cop like a copy of Dune like Frank Herbert's Dune like all right movie was great I'm gonna like try and read it for once like I'm gonna read it I'm gonna read it I got like maybe five pages in and then I fell asleep (laughs) what is it about I have no idea. <laughs> I've only five pages in, and I'm st- I'm still stuck on those five pages. I think, yeah. Is it hard to understand? It's not hard. It's just like reading is just like super hard for me to like get into unless it unless it's like Harry Potter. Unless it's Harry Potter. Yeah. Like if Dune, like if Dune had like a magical British kid in it, then I'm so in. I'm invested all the way through. So, what sort of genre books do you um, prefer? to read uh, it's mostly sci-fi i have a lot of comic books so like i try to like branch out a bit more like i'm definitely more of a comic book guy than anything else ah uh, nice what about yeah. you Portia? well the main thing that i always watch is home and away if uh, you've watched that before <laughs> i have tried i'm a neighbor i'm a neighbor's boy <laughs> well when i was um, down with my father last year because he watches Home and Away, he got me stuck into it. Mm-hmm. So ever since then, I've been watching it. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Like, so many famous people start out on, like, Home and Away and, like, Neighbours. It's crazy when, like, you go back and, like, just, like, look at the list of everyone who's made it, like, got their start on, like, Home and Away and, and Neighbours. Like, Chris, I remember when Chris Hemsworth was on the show, which, is, which blew my mind, like, years later when I found out he was Thor. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Coming up next are summer recommendations. So what have you, um, what's your recent favorite, um, favorites? What would you recommend our listeners to do in and around Melbourne? And has there been any new hobbies? So I probably reckon going to the beach because it's hot. <laughs> And mm. it's funny and everything. <laughs> and what maybe you... going to the movies or something like that. Nice. Uh, for me, you know what? Like, I know it's, like, probably not what, like, the most, like, um, answer you'd expect. In it, but I, I say Crown. Like, it's been, like, just go to Crown. Like, if, especially, if, like, if you're new in Melbourne, like, you've just moved here from like Adelaide and stuff. It's just, it's good to like, get a vibe of it. Like it's definitely like sort of 
the I don't want to say the epitome of South Wing, but like I would go, I used to go there all the time as a kid. Um, weirdly, especially like time zone, like the arcade is like where I'm at. Like that is like the place you want to be. If like if it's just like you don't know where to go in the city, I recommend there. Like it's just full of fun and games, and you're just gonna have such a fun time. For me, it's um, definitely like ACMI because um, there's a different events always happening in ASMI, whether it's um, how films are made to um, how Disney is made. Oh yeah, like, I was, I was yeah. just, were you just at that exhibition as well? The, um, the Disney one? Oh, that was last year that I went to it. Went last year? I went, I think I went on the last week of it a few weeks ago. It's so good over there, man. It's really good. I, I was actually the first um, because I um, I went with my boyfriend and uh -huh. um, when it first actually um, started, um, the event started, you know, to be open, we straight away went there <laughs> because like I was, I'm a big fan of Disney and I, um, I definitely wanted to like, um, know how um, Disney was made and how um, it was all created and it's um, yeah I definitely learned a lot it's um, the artists that like um, draws the characters it would have been so hard for them especially back then um, when they first started out with Snow White or like um, Mickey Mouse yeah, it would have been so hard uh, trying to draw everything and like put things together into a, like a film. Do you want to? Yeah. Do hmm? you want to hear something that might make you jealous, Marianne? What? Um. So right before the pandemic hit, I was visiting um some cousins in LA, and my cousin's partner she actually works at um Disney, so she got me into the Disney lot. So I got to see Walt Disney's office, and like I actually go, I actually got to go into the building. And like see the um, they talk about the exhibition like the multi-plane camera thing where it was just like the different layers of drawings and then they put a camera down there. Oh wow! Yeah, that's and, so like, cool. I know, right? And like I got to see like all that stuff, just like old drawings, like old props and stuff from movies. I got to see a bunch of them. Oh wow! And did you get to like um, meet characters? Um, I didn't meet any characters, but I did get to. I saw a stormtrooper, like a statue of like a, a prop stormtrooper, like costume somewhere there. Where was the location? Um, so this is in Burbank. Like this is in like, like the actual like studio, like the actual film studio. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, that's so cool. That's so cool. I would love that. Oh my God. It was like the best, it's like such, especially if you're like a film fan, it's like such the best day because like, you know, just like on the other side of that lot, like Marvel Studios is on that one side and then like all these other like different offices and just like ADR booths and oh, it's crazy there. That is so cool. Yeah. I like anything film related. <laughs> yeah, me too. What sort of genre are you into? Uh, it's definitely more, it's, it's superheroes. Like it's totally, totally, it's all superheroes and sci-fi with me. Uh, same, I love superheroes, but like I'm more of a kind of girl who likes action and comedy. That's oh yeah, me too. Things. Yeah, but yeah. I'm definitely like I'm def I'm def I'm more of like a film fan than like a superhero fan. Like I'll definitely I'm I'm so into I love drama. Like it's especially like filmmaking. It's just so beautiful. Mm, and plus, um, 
not only that, but like when it comes to drama, there are always um, in the story, there's always something you can learn from as well. Yeah. I think that's also why definitely if you're into film, definitely like Acme is the place you got to go in Melbourne. Like that is like, there's so mm. much cool different exhibitions there. It talks about like the history of TV. You can play with like different elements. Like I was there last a few weeks ago too when I went to the Disney exhibition and we got to me and my partner and my brother, we got to, we got to play with like the Foley sounds and we got to play with editing a bit. And That's so was, cool. Yeah, it's so cool over there. Yeah. What about you, Portia? Um, well, I've seen Disney on ice Ooh. when I was very little. <laughs> That's so cool. Nice. And what did he think of it? What was that? What did he think of it? It was great. I really enjoyed it. (laughs) That's really good. (laughs) Oh, I, um, there's also um, other things that I would definitely recommend when going to like Melbourne. Um, It's go to like, um, when you're walking around, go to different restaurants. You'll never, um, you, you'll never know what to find because, like, there was this one place that's like, um, it's like I think a restaurant and a bar where um, it's based on stories and like any books, any Disney or um, Harry Potter or like just basically anything that any fictional um stories that you've read by far would be in there and it has it's it's decorated like a jungle and there's like a little post there it's like this way you will um I don't know find Alice in Wonderland or this way you will find um jungle the jungle for um jungle book or something like that I'm not quite sure but it's very fun. It's really cool. And um, they're really into their stories. Um, it's a place where you can relax and um, meet new people and talk about books. Yeah, I'll have to check that place out. Yeah. I forgot already which location it is, but like it's in Melbourne for sure. <laughs> It'll probably show up on a TikTok somewhere on like one of those videos. <laughs> yeah. That's still, um, that's a, it, it, TikTok's being like um, very big nowadays. It's like the number oh, one platform. Big. It's been big for years now. That's how old. That's how like long it's been. Like it's it was like the pre-pandemic, and it's still here. I, I, yeah, yeah. I think it's now the app that most people go to, and um, Facebook is having problems with. Um, I, I heard on the news that Facebook was actually having problems getting more. Um, I guess more people to go onto their um, platform. And well, most, so yeah. utilitarian now, TikTok is just fun. Yeah, that's why, yeah. Mm-hmm. Coming up next is Sydney versus Melbourne's culture. All right, so let me ask you both this. Um, were you both, were either of you born in Sydney or Melbourne? Like, this is, a, this is also a good way to get to know you both. Like, where were you guys, where you guys fresh? Like, well, I was born in the, in between Sydney and Melbourne. Oh, I was Melbourne born in Canberra. Town. Oh, wow. I was born in Canberra. Oh, okay. <laughs> in between them both. <laughs> How's um, Canberra that, um, for you? Is it like busy or? 
quiet. Um, it's a lot quieter compared to um, Melbourne. <laughs> I was going to say, like, do you believe in that whole thing of, like, where people say Canberra's, like, really boring? Like, is that, like, something, like, even Canberrans, like, believe in? Or There's not really much to do in Canberra compared to, um, like, Melbourne and Sydney. There's not much in Canberra because mm-hmm. it's tiny. That's true, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm a I'm a Melbourne boy. How about you, Marianne? Are you from Are you from Melbourne or Sydney? I'm from Melbourne, so but I wasn't born in Melbourne. I was born in the Philippines in Manila. Oh, hey, Filipino as well. Yeah, you're Filipino. Oh yeah. Oh nice. Where? Uh, so I'm not from. I'm not. I wasn't born in the Philippines. My whole family's from there. We've um, my dad's from Manila, and my mom's from, I think, somewhere near Vigan. Like somewhere there, up there. Yeah. So you were you born here in Australia? Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. Mm. That's really good. Mm. Have you ever went back to the Philippines? I just went there for my cut for my auntie's um wedding. Yeah. Oh, nice. What did you think of it? So um, oh, compared so to be- Melbourne, it's so beautiful over there. Like it's definitely it's so much than it is here and it definitely gives you a perspective on like you know just like class mm. but it's so it's like there's such it's such a wide spec like a wide sort of gap in between like you know poor and then like i'm like amazing resort location oh yes there's so many amazing resort locations especially the beach mm-hmm. yeah, speaking um, of beaches the, is so good yeah speaking of the beach we should probably get back to sydney and melbourne <laughs> No, I'm not in the Philippines, but yeah. I am in Melbourne. But um, uh, yeah. beaches I, are also good in Melbourne. Beaches are good in Melbourne, but I prefer the beaches in the Philippines because it's like it looks so clean. It's, it's so clear right. and clean. Yeah, yeah. Think- it depends on like which location um you're coming from because also Melbourne has really clean um oceans as well i think that's the i don't i haven't been to a sydney beach in a long time but if i remember correctly i feel like melbourne beaches are a lot more cleaner than sydney beaches Mm. like but again like the only sort of experience i've ever had in a sydney beach is bondi like i feel like i would say concerning like culture like i always found melbourne culture melbourne culture to me is just like so much more interesting than like sydney sydney just feels so I don't want to like be mean to our Sydney listeners, but like it's definitely felt, it seemed to me more generic, but that's because I was, ra- I was born and raised here. Mm, like there's sort of like a bias, I guess. I don't know about Sydney because I've never been to Sydney. So I can't say anything for that. There's but... a lot of fellows in Sydney. Oh, <laughs> good to know. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, it's, you're Filipino, you already know the answer. Fair enough. So, at Porsche, um, I was like, when, so Porsche, like you say you're from Canberra, have you spent most of your time in Sydney or Melbourne then, if you're like somewhere in between? Um, I spent time really in um, both. So, I um, have my husband, which was living down in Melbourne, and I was traveling backwards and forwards between Melbourne since like 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, then, I was sometimes in Sydney too, just like every now and then, just for like a day trip and stuff. Yeah, so I don't, 
travel to Sydney as often as I would. I don't, cause so Marin, you've never been to Sydney. So how often do you, Portia, how often do you go to Sydney? Like I know it's day trips, so how often do you go? Um, I went probably maybe every two months. Every two months. All right. So then I feel like you're more in line to talk about, um, like the culture there. Cause I guess it's like not, Obviously, I'm. I would. I know a lot more about like Melbourne culture, but Sydney is a bit just like falling flat on me. So, like, what can you tell us about like Sydney culture? Um, well, Sydney culture is not really the same as Melbourne. I think Melbourne's a bit better with the um culture. I mean, like that's what Melbourne's known. For. Melbourne is known for its arts and culture, really. Like Sydney's got all like the landmarks, but like Melbourne's like where it's but at. The but, arts, but, yeah. Yeah, with the arts. What else do you know about Sydney? Um, trying to think off the top of my head. <laughs> no pressure. Oh. There's too. Okay. There's a lot of. There's a lot more people in Sydney. Yeah, there's a lot more people in Sydney compared to Melbourne. <laughs> and then, um, Sydney's um a lot more like um messier and stuff compared to um Melbourne. So Melbourne's a bit cleaner than Sydney. I will say this about Sydney. The one thing that we currently don't, that they have that we do not have, but I guess we'll get it soon. They have Hamilton. So that's like the one thing I can think about that Sydney has that we currently don't, but we're going to get that soon. So never mind. Yeah. Um, I can't really think of anything else at the moment. <laughs> I mean, like, I concerning Melbourne culture is so specific, I think, because, like, we're just known for, I feel like art, like art is so much of a big thing here. Like, everywhere you look um, in the city, whether it's, like, graffiti or it's, like, a gallery, there's art, there's art all over um, Melbourne. Which I definitely sort of, I would definitely love to go and visit Sydney to check out some of the art because there probably is a lot of untapped potential there. And, but I, I just feel like Melbourne has more to sort of offer. Like, if you really want to get to know like Australia, like Metro Australia, where it's like not regional, like Melbourne is just so full of like different people, different kinds of like people with different kinds of hobbies and lives, like a lot of just, it just comes here. And I'm also, Melbourne's also a bit safer as well. For me, when it comes to Melbourne, it's also um, very busy. And there's like um, a lot of people in Melbourne, but also like the weather tends to change a lot. Actually, <laughs> I don't know yeah, you what's know, up Melbourne with that. Is, uh, Melbourne weather, that can, that can, that can go away. I, Melbourne weather is, the worst. It seems like we get like four kinds of weather in like one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it doesn't um, can't seem to um, make up its mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's like uh, that's probably another thing that like Sydney's got against us. Like weather's not that bad. It probably well, it's probably a lot more hotter. It's a lot more hotter in New South Wales in general. So at least that's what we've got going like we're not we're a bit cooler here and I also don't think I feel like Sydney's a lot more busier than it is than it is here just because it's like it's 
it's I feel like Sydney is like one of the most popular cities in Australia, or if it's not the most popular city, right? Like most like it has most people. Yeah, and I think most of like the overseas travelers go to Sydney, yeah, instead of Melbourne. What's that like thing? Like when you think of when you think of Australia, you think of Sydney. Yes, you do. Wait, why is that? I mean, like, just because it's cemented itself as such as, like, a hub for Australia, like, um, like, the Opera House is, like, it's just because of the, I feel like it's because of the Opera House, because, like, it's such a well, it's like a world, it's like a world well-known landmark. And, like, we don't really have anything like that here. And, like, so, like, Queensland's got Great Barrier Reef, and, like, Sydney's got um, the Opera House and the Bridge, we don't really have that sort of thing that makes us stand like it's really the culture it's we've used our culture to sort of like stand out a bit more hmm interesting what about you what do you think for sure of like um why is it that many um people from different culture tend to go to sydney more than melbourne you have like you know no i don't know <laughs> fair enough i i don't know for me i think it might be because of like um like the landmarks maybe isn't there like um with sydney there's like a lot of places that you can um see or check out well yeah that's what i'm saying like it's a lot more touristy i guess it's a little yeah. more tourist friendly, unfortunately. Unless someone wants to explore four seasons in one day, then just come right here. Coming up next is favorite film you have seen recently. So have you guys seen any sort of films recently? Well, my film would have to be Sin 2 and Clifford the Big Red Dog. Oh, tell us about it. Sin 2, um, I think, was better than the first Sin <laughs> um, because it's got a um, lot more, like, interaction, a lot more sinning and, um, and a lot more, um, can't think of the name. <laughs> no pressure. Thank you, time. <laughs> And a lot more um, artistic work to it. Okay, that's that's interesting. Because, like, I didn't, to be honest, like, concerned, I haven't seen the second one yet, but concerning the first one, I don't think about much of the first one. Because, to be honest, like, the first film is such a slow build-up. Like, the film, for me, the film doesn't really, really pop until the very ending, where it's, like, that whole big concert um, sequence where they just do, like, six songs in a row. Yeah. Yeah. So if it's like more singing, then like I guess that's definitely a lot better. Yeah. Like, like take a stride. Yeah. What about the big cliff uh red dog? Clifford the big red dog. Well, Clifford ends up really small and then ends up very ginormous. And I like how all the people come together to save um Clifford. Oh, that sounds very cute, to be honest. What about you, Marianne? Well, um, 
The film that I've actually watched recently is Encanto. So for I love Encanto. You have seen it? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Sorry for anyone who's listening. There's gonna be spoilers when I do talk about it. But yes, we so, don't talk about Bruno. We do not talk about Bruno. We don't. <laughs> but like during the end, um, they do talk about Bruno because he's part of the family. And um, basically, the movie is um, it's, a, it's all about the family, Matrical, and it's based in Colombia, and they speak Spanish. And um, I'm not Spanish or anything, but like there's similar. Um, there's we're similar Filipino, languages. so it's it's we're called Filipinos, we're Filipino. It's yeah. close enough. <laughs> it's close enough. Like Tito, I think Tito and Tita they use mm-hmm. that I um, get to see there. Um, basically, all the mem- um, the members of the family has magical gifts, except for um, Maribel. But I have a theory that um, she does have a gift because at the end, it um, shows when she puts on the doorknob to the um, to the door. That spoilers, by the way. Yeah, it, it it all came back. So I, for me, since she her name is Maribel, she would be the miracle. Her gift is would um would be the miracle, like um, you know, um, gluing all the family together, and um, it was through her words that she was able to um, influence and um put um, like make a realization for the family of like um, what's been what has been troubling and what's more important is doing things together that um, I think that was what her powers was. But like for the family, this, um, they have many powers. Um, uh, although Abuela, I think that was her name, Abuela. Abuela, yeah. Yeah, she doesn't have any powers whatsoever. But also Pedro, it was, um, it started out with um, this butt, I think it was, it started out with the butterfly where um, the butterfly was in their lives and that's how they um, got the, um, mag- the magical candle and um, gave them powers because of what was happening in the beginning when um, like someone was invading their country and they had to look for another country um, to survive. And that's how they gained their, pa- um, their magical powers and how the house um, like was created. I think it was, I forgot the house's name. It was Quirrell. Well, they, they call it like the name of the house in the movie or? Yeah, they, they called, um. They call it Casita. Casita, yeah. Yeah, because Casa means house in Spanish. Oh, I didn't know that one. Yeah. 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 So they call it, um, they called the house Casita and I'll, I'll go through like um, the different characters and their magic. So like Pepe, she's the one who controls the weather. And um, Bruno, that we, at the start, we do not talk about. We don't about. talk about Bruno. Yeah, <laughs> he's the one who um, can foretell your future. Well, also um, Julita, she's the one who, um, who can heal people. And they have, they both, both girls, because um, they were married, to Felix, uh, Pepe to Felix, Julita to Augusto. Um, 
Julita Nagosto has three daughters. So Isabella, Luisa, and Maribel. And Isabella, she's more like the one who creates flowers. Luisa, the one who is very strong. And yeah, well, you got Maribel. I think she is the miracle. Mm-hmm. Either way, you can put any theory out there for that. Also, um, if, like if listeners want to like need more context on who the family is and what their powers are, there is a there is a whole song in the beginning that pretty much just tells everything that you just said. Yeah, it describes so you can know more about it once you've actually watched the movie. Yeah. But I wouldn't go even more further about that. I mean, for a second, it seems like you were just quoting the song. Like I felt like I honestly thought for a second you were just gonna start getting into the beat and just start singing the song. No, no, it will re- this. It would take for too long. Also, I don't even know if we can because of coffee bread issues. <laughs> no, we cannot. Like we definitely um, can't. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, what I got from that movie is that there was so much pressure going on um, that Alma had to put onto her kids because since they had the magic powers. They need to be able to um, take responsibility for the community and take care of them. And um, she had to do it alone by herself. And that's what created so much pressure on her. And um, she put that on her kids. And now they have to be, um, I guess, formed, shaped into um, someone who has to take on the responsibility for the community as well. And there's so much pressure that you gotta need to be perfect. You gotta need to be. Um, uh, you gotta need to be an example and take on that responsibility. That um, even Luisa, the one who's strong, um, has troubled with. She felt like um, she was crumbling at that point where she uh, she felt like she was not good enough. That she wanted to. Um, everything is um, on her to um, to make things right and if she could she couldn't do that perfectly she felt like she was letting everyone down which real is this movie is so relatable especially to um, uh, people from different backgrounds and different cultures because there's a lot of expectation especially in the Asian community where oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you, just like not even yeah. just the Asian community, just like the Latino, like any kind of like well, any um, kind of family. like different, any any country that has um, a cultural background, that there's expectations that you gotta need to follow, and um, you need to be perfect, and um, if you're not, if you don't do it right, or you're not um, doing it up to what you're expected to do. It's like you're not good enough for the family as well, and I felt like um, they that Bruno and um, Maribel has been cast aside just because of um, wanting to uh, um, pursue that reputation um, about like what the community sees um, in that family. And they want to be able to um, hold on to that reputation and not let go because um, a lot a lot of people are like um, expecting them to be an example for them. 
and that holds like so many problems and that's the reason why um the house cracked and everything because there's so much pressure and it was due to Maribel being the miracle of this family that she needs to um bring in the peace and not have this so much so much tension um in the family that's what I got from it it's so relatable as well so mm -hmm. yeah what did you get from it um that you have because you have seen Encanto what, I have what you? I have yeah uh it's Encanto like it's pretty much just everything you said like Encanto is such a it's such a relatable and beautiful film like I remember I took my brother my brother cried like watching it because it was just so beautiful mm. I think I really got from it was just like I think just of um just of like what it's like to be in such a, it's really it's really a big sort of perspective like what's what it's like to grow up in such a big family mm. like because everyone just feels different things like the oldest person like the oldest like the eldest sibling is always just under all this well everyone's under pressure but like definitely like the old like that's why i relate to i relate to louisa in a burgers and that song surface pressure Do you know that song mm. yeah like that one about like how there's so much pressure in your family or whether or not you don't feel special enough or if you too you want have to be too perfect for the family like people know those like especially in like other sort of cultures like in the latino or the asian community being born into a big family comes with a lot of expectations Mm. And it's about whether or not you can like meet those expectations and mm. exceed them. Mm. So that's what I, I got from it. Yeah. I, I definitely um can see myself and Louisa having that big responsibility. Mm. It's um like if someone doesn't if someone like messed up or um couldn't do anything, it expect it is expected for the eldest to take on that role and take on that responsibility even though it's not supposed to be their responsibility to um really make um the family like better or perfect in um other people's eyes basically so mm -hmm. yeah i i definitely um relate more to um her the most that's why also i consider her my favorite yeah. Also, just like I think to just top it all off, all the songs, honestly, they slap. Like all those songs are such a bop. Oh yeah, they're really good songs. What about like, you? What do you mean? Like what about you? Um, what sort of favorite? What what's um a what if, what's what film has you seen recently since we've been talking about a lot about Encanto? Oh Let's god, I don't up. know if we have any time. <laughs> I don't know if we have any more time to be honest. Oh, I, no sorry yeah i think it might have to move on to the next segment but uh we hopefully we can come back to that on another on another episode so right now um we're going to be talking about the first albums we ever bought yeah. so i put this segment together just because i thought it'd be a nice way to sort of get to know because if you can tell a lot about a person through music and this is definitely sort of like the first time the three of us are sort of coming together and talking I just thought it'd be really fun. So um, I'll start with you, Portia. Like, do you remember the first album you ever bought? Um, well, the first concert I've been to will be the Marley Cyrus in concert in Sydney. Cool. And then I bought the um, CDs and everything from Marley Cyrus. So like what era of Miley? Was this like Hannah Montana Miley Cyrus or like... Like, um, like we can't stop Miley Cyrus, like the Wrecking Ball, like the Wrecking Ball. No, it was the one before that, um, probably 2015, 2016. 
God, when did when did when I feel like Wrecking Ball came out way out before 2015. It was um oh the one that had I'll tell you which one I've been to if I can try and remember it. Yeah, sure. it well, you're before Wrecking Ball. Before Wrecking Ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was this before like her like um like her like sexual sort of phase? Um where she was like just coming off of Hannah Montana, like party in the USA and stuff like that. It's got the it was like the album of Can't Be Tamed and everything. Oh yeah, that stuff that was definitely uh, yeah. post that was like right after Hannah Montana, I think, or like just yeah. around the end of Hannah Montana. Yeah. So that would be the um, album I've got. Mm-hmm. That one is actually Can't Be Tamed is underrated in my opinion. Like I remember that video when it came out, it was quite. It was, I remember it being pretty controversial because like it was the first time like Miley Cyrus like exerted herself in a kind of like I guess provocative sort of way. Like this is definitely right after Hannah Montana. Yeah. We all, yeah. So it was very. I think it was quite shocking to a lot of people. But like the song is actually like awesome. Same with that video. That video is like so well choreographed. I watched it the other day. Like, forget how good that song in the video is. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. What about you, Marianne? I feel like you're a big, like, are you a big music fan? Like, I am. I love any genre. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm Again, not going back because just because we're not going back. We're really like Filipinos. We, we like music. Like, I love music. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I've never really, mm, I've never really brought, bought an album. I more so um, borrow an album from the library. Like, did you know, you know, like a CD or anything like that? I feel like everyone our age has like bought like at least one CD. Not like, me. We it, was, it was my parents who bought the CDs. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, then the they, but it counts as you. It's not like, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I'm, I don't know. I don't remember exactly like which um, album they actually bought. Um, I'm guessing. I'm guessing it's Pink. Um, that we've. I remembered the first time that I um, I seen um, like an album, and um, my parents actually um, bought it was um, Pink. Um, I'm not sure exactly what the name of the album was. But it was um, during her time when um, she was already an adult, um, already married um, to her husband and has um, a daughter. Um, oh, okay. I forgot what sort of album that was. But like, yeah, that was during that time. No, I feel like yeah. the one sort of pink album that I remember distinctly is Fun. Do you remember the the like the Fun House album that she did? Oh yes, yes, I remember that one. That yeah. song, like, like that song, like, remember it's like so what, like the song so what? Yeah, that one. That yeah. song, I was all about that song in two thousand eight. Like that was like the kid anthem. Of oh wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I do love every so um every Pink song, but to be honest, the um the number one um song. And um, singer that I prefer is Avril Lavigne. I've grew up with her. I um, look up to her, and um, uh, my style came from her. 
<laughs> because back then in high school, I always um, liked the style of baggy clothing and punk sort oh, yeah. of outfits. So He's yeah, early two thousands. Uh, yeah, definitely. I was a nineties kid, so uh -huh. um, I was almost around those um, years of two thousand. But um, I definitely um, grew up to um, love the nineties. Yeah. Wait, I'm like, wait. Um, how old are you? I am twenty four. Twenty four. And how old are you, Portia? I am twenty one. Twenty one. Okay. All right. All right. So it's a good sort of spectrum here. I'm twenty three. So it's a good sort of like spectrum. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh! I'm the oldest. <laughs> I didn't right. realize that. <laughs> now I feel old. I think concerning me, I remember the first album I ever bought. It was it was Black Eyed Peas "Monkey Business." Oh, I love that. You remember that album? Yeah, I remember that album. I love uh, that. It was yeah. like it had pump. It, it was like pump it, and God, I'm trying to. I am blanking on the other songs on there. Oh yeah, don't fuck with my heart. Like the Black Eyed Peas is just that band who like they just change like genres to whatever's popular at the time. I yeah because like that was like that was like some that, that, that was like the big like sort of pop phase and then like i think remember in like 2009 they went to like they got more into like electro and like sort of like edm like music they tend to they t tend to change their um music a lot yeah they pretty much change whatever will i am is into at the time <laughs> like whatever will i am is listening to at the time although he has really cool beats you got some cool, yeah. I mean, they all got some cool style. I mean, like, everyone, I think, wanted to be Fergie back then. Oh, yeah. The girl who basically, um, the only girl in the group. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, everyone wanted to be Fergie. I think every, like, fellow, I think every, like, fellow kid wanted to be Apple the App or something. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> because, like, he's, like, the one fellow guy in, like, mainstream, yeah. media, like, mainstream media that we could look at, that we could listen to. Yeah. He was... I didn't really know that he was uh, actually Filipino, not until like um, when I, because I, um, I heard of um, Black Eyed Peas when I was in New Zealand and it was in, still in Australia when um, I finally found that information for myself that mm -hmm. um, it's actually Filipino. I didn't know that ever since then. Yeah. Yeah. God. But yeah, I think like looking at like first albums, it's such a good way to get to like sort of know people because it shows like the earliest kind of taste in music that you had, like when you kind of developed your own sort of taste in music. Because mm -hmm. it's going to stay with you. Like you're still into Avril Lavigne and Portia, I'm assuming you're still into like Miley Cyrus. Yep, that's correct. <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, I'm not hating on Miley Cyrus either. Miley Cyrus is amazing. Oh, hands down amazing. I yeah. grew up with her. Especially I grew up with Hannah, Hannah, Montana. Hannah Montana all the way. Yeah, I grew up watching Hannah Montana. <laughs> yeah, Hannah Montana is Hannah Montana is great kids material. Mm. Especially mm. when you came help, come home from like school, neither just like pop up Disney. It's like Hannah Montana was straight away there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like Miley Cyrus like grows up with you. Like I think that's I think that's the appeal of Miley. Like she grows up with you. Mm. And she matures with you and goes through different phases just like you do. Yeah. Yeah. And then Avril Lavigne, it definitely like, it's such a time, it's Avril Lavigne music is such a time capsule. 
Like it's very much like early to like it's early two thousands, like straight up. And it's so nostalgic. And it's more like for me, it's more relatable, to be honest. Um, her music um related to her life, especially if you've ever been in any relationship. Um, because she mostly talks about um her relationship as well and yeah. um just the struggles really in life. Yeah, Avril Levine talked about stuff. People forget people don't forget that. She she really talked about stuff. Mm. The black eyed peas I feel like did not. No, it's just more entertainment. <laughs> And more, except for like, where is the love? But that's all pretty yes. much. Yes. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Love that song. That's actually uh-huh. really good. Song. I don't think Pump Head has any um critical message, critical messages about the human condition and the state of the planet. <laughs> my humps, either. <laughs> no. no. It was more for entertainment and like uh, really yeah. good music. Again, when you're six years old, you do not know what my hump, what hump, what humps refers to. Like, it wasn't until I was, like, 13, I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're just like, why do they play this at school? This goes for. <laughs> it was uh-huh. a good song. I didn't really care much about it. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, yeah. just as long as it's a good song, I must still, you know, yeah. pump it out. Uh-huh. You just kind of forget about it and just, like, you just move on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, my life in general. <laughs> Coming up next is art festival and things we are interested in going to see this week. So what um what sort of festivals or um yeah, basically just any sort of art festivals you guys are interested in going to see. Whether it's yeah. like St. Chapel Elizabeth or Zeus. Uh, some well, I'll probably be going to see Midsummer Night's Dream. And that's a Shakespeare, Shakespeare um, act. And it's a play, yeah? Yeah, it's a play. Oh. And it will run from the 26th of February to the 13th of March. Where is it playing? Um, it is playing in Central Park. Oh. Is this like a local production or is it just like a full-on like national sort of tour thing where it's like very legit? Just a um, local one because I made some night's dream, did it last year as well. Yeah, I don't think I've really seen much Shakespeare. I appreciate Shakespeare. I've never seen like his plays. I've never really seen like a play. Like have you, Marianne? Nope, I had never seen a play, but I am a big fan of Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if Leo DiCaprio says Shakespeare, I think we're all fans of Shakespeare. No, it's uh, no, oh yeah, but um, mostly I'm a fan of his stories. Um, because like Romeo and Juliet, oh, I forgot the number one um story that he had Macbeth. Um, I remembered I had to I had to, to learn that in primary, and um, that was a really good story as well. But like the English is very old and it's very hard to understand for me but I still love it I admire Elizabethan I really do like Elizabethan is such an I feel like it's such an art form like I don't like the story of Romeo and Juliet but just the way they talk is so elegant mm. there's a reason like every time they kind of adapt it they always just keep those words and they try not to modernize it like it's just it's the way people say it and act it out is so it's so beautiful no matter like what kind of form you're watching 
I've also got an interesting fact for you guys. My name came from the Merchant of Venice from Shakespeare. Oh, really? Oh, my God, that's so cool. So that's where my name came from. <laughs> is it because your, fam- um, your parents are also into Shakespeare? No, it was just um, my father deciding on that name and decided to pick it from the Merchant of Venice. Um, interesting. Well, are you doing anything this week, Marianne? Me? Um, any festivals? Not festivals. Yeah, I don't think there's any festivals that's going on. Yeah, I feel like there's not a lot of festivals that's going on. I haven't really seen any. Is there any that you want to see in this year coming? Well, no, not something that comes to mind, not um, art-related, but culturally, cultural festival, there has been, like, um, a festival of, I forgot what it's called, but like um, it's a festival where there's like many different foods, many different cultural foods, and you get to like try um, foods from different other countries. I definitely want to go to that one. That's coming yeah, that's within this really month. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And that's in Geelong. Yeah. In yeah. Geelong, what day? I think it's the 26th. 26th, yeah. okay. What about you, Alex? Uh, I'm not really a festival girl. Like it's, I'm very, I'm very boring. Like clearly, so it's really good that I'm on this program because it means I have to actually do stuff so we can talk about it. <laughs> you prefer like um, being at home with a book. Oh, yeah. I'm a, I save, I'm a, I'm a cheap man. I save, I save everything. Oh my gosh, me too. I'm very cheap as well. Mm-hmm. I prefer to save everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think maybe it's because of the Filipino side of us. I'm very cheap. Me too. <laughs> very cheap. I prefer cheap. Yeah, like the one sort of expense I do is a movie once a week. That's a, that's a <laughs> fun expense. <laughs> Same. Or food. Mm-hmm. Or well, food. it kind of depends, really, with yeah. food. But uh, yeah, like if it's sort of, sort of like what we're planning on, like I guess in the future, uh, probably the Melbourne Comedy festival i've never been to it i've always want i'm such a big fan of like stand-up comedy um especially local stand-up comedy as well it's very interesting so i'm definitely keen to go and check that out nice yeah like yeah like any sort of of typical sort of things like that i pretty much just always go to the ngv like i'm at the ngv anytime there's an exhibition on like I should like I'm kind of interested in going to the Chanel ex- exhibition. Like, has anyone been to that yet? No, I not on it. yet. Like, I've never. I hear. I don't know because I I do want. I'm sort of keen to it, but I'm not a I'm not a big fashion guy. Well, but like Chanel stuff, I'm not into. I'm really into fashion. Um, yeah. for me, but like I've never really went to any fashion festivals except for like um, an event where um. You know how like the models um, are on stage and shows their um, fashion clothing? I've been to that, that but not fashion festival. No, like when they're on stage and like they show their um, clothing and stuff. Like a runway? Like a runway, yeah. That, yeah, so I've that's been, fashion uh, show. 
that's a festival uh it's not really a festival it's more just like events really where they just show up where designers just show off their new designs yeah it was uh, yeah like you said it's more of an event not a festival but like i've um, never went to a festival <laughs> well no i mean there's the first i would i would always like to see that too like i've never been to any kind of fashion show it feels so high-end and exclusive it just doesn't seem like i could afford it basically yeah well i like, got them for free <laughs> Uh-huh. Well, good for you. <laughs> I'm always like, I'm always there at the right day and right time to like mm-hmm. find, like get things for free. Yeah. I don't know. It's just me. But like, um, it was my teacher because we were doing textiles mm-hmm. that, um, that she was the one who paid for it. So um, I could like, um, for me to experience the fashion show and fashion culture and industry. So yeah. It was a really good experience for me. Thank you all for joining us today on Arts Midden. Remember to follow us on social media. We are at Arts Midden Scene, all lowercase, on Instagram. And join us next Wednesday at 4 p.m.